Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. You're joining your Woo crew, and tonight it's part two of the shit I've seen. And honey, we have seen some shit. We're here to talk about it with you tonight, and I'm going to defer right now to Brenda Sue, who's got some stories for us. Brenda, what about the shit you've seen? So, first of all, let's welcome everybody with welcome to the Oh. Gee, the podcast. I'm back again this week and so happy to be here. Yeah, we're glad you're back too because I couldn't do the G justice like you did the G, Aaron. Girl, you did the G justice. I, I sensed that it was going to be you when I listened to the episode and I thought, oh, Brenda Sujin, Jolene Louise the third. I'm, and see, I'm <laughs> so many names, I'm forgetting. <clears throat> but um, you don't even know my right. name. You I, well, it's, how long have you been doing this? And you don't even know my name. I know, I know. But yes, welcome back to the OMG podcast <laughs> with all of us here, except for Rome. So, in case you can't tell, this is Chandra, and this is going to be a prosecco fueled episode. If there ever, <laughs> oh, yeah. Was one. yeah, we're like a prosecco album with little skips that the needles just <laughs> jumping over tonight. <laughs> but we're glad you could be here with us. So let's take it away. Yeah, so welcome to the show. We're going to talk about the shit that we've seen, obviously, because we've all seen some shit. We've heard some shit. We've felt some shit. So We've even experienced some shit tonight. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. That was yeah. wild. Yes. Tell that story first. So this is Chandra, and everyone was like just arriving. And um, of course, you know, as as you all know, we, we turn every recording into a party. So we were, you know, we were putting out the food and getting the drinks and, and everything. And all of a sudden, everyone in the room just smelled freshly ground coffee. And there was no coffee in the room. There was nobody that had like coffee scented. Had just you know, Starbucks or, 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 or anything. And it was, and it, and it kind of like went around the room like one person smelled it, then the next person smelled it, then the next person smelled it. And it went away. And then it went away as fast as it came. It smelled and, amazing. And it wasn't even. Camille's, as she told us and reassured us later, her um, caffeine-infused thigh cream. It was so not. that was a relief. It was not, because summer is not here. But anyway. So, I mean, you don't purchase we... caffeine, coffee-flavored perfumes, Mel? <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to go around smelling like a fresh cup of brewed coffee? Oh, right. <laughs> I like to hover over the grinder while it runs and just let it permeate my locks. It's grounding. It's a very grounding. Oh, But um, she'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> we, we felt a presence, or yeah. that something definitely was um, was down in the kitchen with us earlier, and it arrived. Right, and, and we recording. both felt like a, a male, male presence. presence. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it rode in with Camille and her Prius. It might have. Giddy up, saving money on them gas. You know, that's what I'm saying. These yeah. days, you have to. It likes a good MPG. It's a thrifty one. <laughs> It was a thrifty man with a gas station cup of coffee in her Prius that rolled in this afternoon. <laughs> Lucky me. Was it from that new sheets? Yeah. It, it could be. It could be. <laughs> but don't have too much coffee or you'll get the sheets. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about what we've seen. 
So I sat down with my two older daughters last weekend or the weekend before, and we had a little FaceTime. And we talked about stories that we had experienced together and like reviving the memories and like seeing what that person felt or that person felt or saw or whatever. So one of the stories, one about my daughter that my oldest daughter, her name is Emma. And when we lived in the house in Oak Ridge that had all the woo woo stuff, she was probably 13, 14 when this started happening. So she lived in this room that was outside of the house. You had to go out of the house and walk up the stairway. And it was like <laughs> an upstairs room. Really, on hindsight, really bad for a teenage girl who was uh, predisposed for getting in trouble. I was going to say, girl, she had an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I trusted a little bit too much. Shout out, Emma. <laughs> yeah. Live and learn. She's fine today. Yeah, She was the first child, learning child. Yeah. <laughs> So when she would be up in her room up there, she said that she would have these experiences where she'd be sitting on the bed and she had like this full length mirror in front of her bed. And she would think about, she said it wasn't a conscious thought. Like mm-hmm. she didn't think about it. It just would come into her head and she would think about harming herself. Oh my gosh. And she said that when she would look in the mirror, when she was sitting on the bed in this, I think we had some sort of entity that was, you know, influencing this. But one of her eyes would turn black. Hmm. And that's when she started actually doing self-harm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then she was she was sleeping up there one night. And she was in one of those paralysis-type dreams where yeah. you're in between, but you can't move. And she, she, had a bed, she had a book on her bedside table, and she could hear the pages flipping. But she couldn't move, and she couldn't open her eyes. And when she did, she heard the book fall, fell off of the bedside table and was on the ground. So we had this entity that came in that that house when we were there. And Colleen had drawn a picture of it because they saw it out in the yard when they were out there playing one evening. Because Colleen was probably, I would say, 11 at the time. And Emma was probably 14. And they were there with friends of ours. Their kids, they were all out playing. and. The girls got completely freaked out. And I think the other kids of our of our friends, they were about the same age, two boys. And those kids got freaked out too. And Emma came in directly and went straight to bed. Like she was so freaked out. She didn't want to deal with anything else for the rest of the day. Wow. But it was this, like, y'all sound crazy, but you know, whatever. You see what you see. You see what you see. Yep. It was like this dog-like thing that stood on its back feet and it had oh my like, this, like a almost like a mane like a hmm. horse's mane but it was spiky and so colleen drew a picture of this thing i think i told this story in the last one like partially told this story but we took that picture after that happened and the kids were so terrified and we buried it out in the woods behind our house hmm. so when we were living in, in Sweden. After we moved from that house, Colleen, one night, she she got up the next morning. She was like, I saw that thing in my bedroom last night. (gasps) And so I was like, okay, that's really weird. Like, why would that happen? Because we buried it in the ground, this picture of it. We put salt around it. We did a whole, like, ceremony that it was only allowed to be within that circle. In a whole other country. Yeah, in a whole other country. And so I came back for a visit in the winter of that year that it happened in the fall 
And they had built a neighborhood where we buried that picture. So the ground had been dug up. Yes. So it had had been let loose Mm -hmm. from its place. And so I went back home and then we ended up moving back here the following year. And the kids started seeing it again. It would come in. Emma said she was sleeping in the room and she looked up and it was above her on the ceiling. So we drew another picture of it (laughs) and we took it back out to the woods in another place and we buried it again. And we haven't seen it since then. Wow. But I mean, these things can happen. Also, I think I talked about Betty in the last Mm -hmm. shit I've seen about Colleen seeing Betty. And whenever I was talking to her on the, on the phone, we were talking about Betty and Betty came to visit us in Sweden. So we helped her cross into the light because she was, you know, had not been able to do it because she was afraid of going to the other side of by herself. And so when we were in Sweden, Colleen told me one morning, she was like, Oh, Betty came to see me yesterday. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Like she's in spirit. Now I would think she'd be moving on. Right. So Colleen and I were talking about it. And she said that she had been feeling particularly like depressed. And she kind of called on Betty to come help her. And that's why Betty came. Oh, I love that. Sweet. Betty was coming to help her. Well, you helped Betty. So Betty's coming back to help her. I like that. So that's some stories. I have a lot more to tell, but who has something else to tell? Like those were creepy stories. You might get a good story. On a lighter note, um, (laughs) this is kind of before I knew anything about anything. (laughs) I just remember walking. If anyone doesn't know, this is Alexandra, and my background's in art history. Love museums, love looking at art. I just remember walking through, could not tell you the museum, but I kind of saw something out of the corner of my eye, and it looked like a like an old-timey painting from like the 1800s, or like how the world would look from around that time. And then I kind of turned my head, and it felt like I was looking at a street, a cobblestone street, like a narrow, winding street. And I looked down and like I was in different clothes and it was like different things. And it wasn't like super tangible, visible, but like I just kind of got the perception of it. And I was just like, okay, I've been here before. I've done this. And it was just like from seeing a painting out of the corner of my eye and I just kind of felt whooshed back to a place Mm. that I'd been. But it was kind of, it was fun. I was like, who knows? You know, it was fun to imagine. And it was fun. But it was, it was like a, Happy kind of like, yeah, oh, not hello. A scary or creepy kind of thing. Yeah, and recently I've been seeing a blue, blue light, blue orb a lot. So I don't know if it's one of my guides or Archangel, <laughs> Archangel <laughs> Michael, yeah. but I'm just like, take them as a roll. Yeah. So whenever I first started opening up, I saw a lot of blue orbs. Mm-hmm. I would be driving down the side, on the, driving down the road at night, I would see a blue orb. Mm-hmm. And Leif had these blue orbs in his room whenever he was like two, three years mm-hmm. old and he was nonverbal until he was three. And there were three beings that came to that room. This was the same crazy house. One was blue. One was a violet color. And the one that would come in from time to time, not every single time was gold. Hmm. Wow. That's Uriel. It's like light. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uriel. And I can't remember who's violet. I find that really interesting because one of the ladies I'm in like this mentorship membership kind of kind of group that meets um, once a week. And as she started like opening up to her intuition, 
she would see blue orbs outside of her house, inside of her house, pretty much every time she would take a picture. Mm. She wouldn't see it in the moment, but it would always be in the photographs. And especially if she called on it, mm-hmm. like, you know, are you here? Will you show yourself? And she right. would take a picture, it would show up. So, I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like um, as you were talking about, like, that's the first story that kind of popped into my mind. So I feel like whatever that is, it's something that like helps people as they are opening up and trying to, you know, develop that side of themselves. Because I would say a lot of what I see now, which I'd probably say is how my intuition shows up a lot, is I like I see the outlines of things, but it's almost feel like they're filled with smoke. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. light or smoke, and it's it's fun. I like it. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff like when you've mentioned somebody being behind me that I maybe brought back from New Orleans, I was like, "All right, hey, what's up? How are you?" I'm like, <laughs> right. because I'm like, if I look for the scary, I'll find it. But sure, if yeah. I don't, I'm like, Make you can't up. hurt me. But hey, what's up? What you doing? You want right. to bring some, you know, trickster energy into my life? Let's let's mix it up. <laughs> right. You know, that's that's kind of how we all need to operate. And this is this is Camille. This is just my opinion. There is nothing stronger than the life force that we have on this plane. Yeah. Exactly. And you can take the the view of get behind me, Satan, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of the ultimate. The life force. We can welcome. We can banish. We can accept. We can lock arms and go forward. Exactly. But the most powerful, the most powerful force that we all have within us is the intention. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and just like Alexandra said, like if you set the intention that I'm going to see the positive in this, like I'm right. not I'm not going to see the the scary or or whatever. And and also as you're as you're working with intuition and just like you know what you guys did with with bearing the picture and doing the ceremony. We all have the power to create our own boundaries yes. with spirit. Completely. So if you set the intention and and create your own safe boundaries, like, okay, you're here. Great. I'm willing to communicate with you, but you're not going to be allowed to X, Y, or Z. Right. Right. Then then you experience the the good of and, yeah. and the and the kind of like the the fun part of the experience rather than like getting getting all creeped out or whatever. Yeah. I feel like it's something that is like you're not allowed in my space. Exactly. Right. You can create yes. that space of like, okay, bye. Hi, this is Chandra. Brenda and I would like to invite you as part of our podcast community to join us on either Facebook or Instagram live each Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, where we give free Oracle readings for fans of the show. Just follow us on our OMG podcast, Facebook or Instagram page. You can post or DM us your questions there each week with the hashtag WooWooWisdom and then tune in at 11 a.m. each Friday on our page to watch your free reading. If you can't join us live, don't worry. You can always catch it on the replay. This is just our way of saying thank you for being part of our woo-woo family. Hope to see you this Friday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And I feel like that takes like some exploring too on your own time and confidence because I feel like tons of people, myself included, were raised to believe like anything spiritual is no. You know, if it's not, 
God or white Jesus or whatever, you know, like you don't believe in it. It's scary. It's taboo. It's et cetera, et cetera. And so like, I think I can't remember if I talked about this in the part one that we recorded or not, but one of the last times we all did a spirit circle, we coaxed my husband Christian into coming as well. And it was his first spirit circle. And we were all like seeing different things in the spirit circle or sensing or feeling or whatever. And he was very quiet and I could sense that he was like very uncomfortable. But so when we got in the car, I was like, what did you think? Like, was it cool? And he was like, I was scared shitless. Did you say anything, you know? And so we talked a little bit about like what he'd saw, which is, or what he'd seen, which was several things that you guys had mentioned. And he was like, you know, they got down in my face and da, 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 da. And um, he's like, I just started praying to God. And I was like, well, I wonder. So we talked about like religious trauma and it was a very um, good conversation to have on the way home from the spirit circle. But a couple days after that spirit circle, prior to it, he had seen this like really tall, just like all black figure, just kind of soar through our hallway. And we had had a couple drinks and we were sitting on the couch, I, not me and my Christian home. Clutch the pearls. Clutch the pearls. We had a couple drinks and we were sitting there like, uh, you know, talking and watching TV and stuff. And he was like, there was just a really tall, like all black figure that just like walked through the hallway and I was like huh and he was like that's your reaction is huh like I'm I'm so like I'm frozen I was like I mean I don't sense it we have three dogs and I was like they're not sensing anything like it could just be something passing through it could be something that's not you know ill-intentioned whatever and we have that spirit circle that I talked about and two or three nights later he's cooking in the kitchen and I'm sitting in the living room with the dogs and they're all chilling sleeping and I see the same I'm assuming tall like all black figure walk from our hallway right at our front door and i'd never seen anything like physically with my eyeballs i've like sensed things or like smelt things or gotten things through different like modalities i guess you would say mm-hmm. and so i was like hey shug because we would call <laughs> each other and he was in the kitchen he was like yeah and i was like i just saw that figure and it just like walked from like the hallway into like right out the front door and he goes as you would say, hmm, you know. <laughs> so, to give him credit, it's not the first time we've scared a Christian. I, but no pun intended. Exactly, right, but I'm sure. Exactly. Right. But, you know, when you encounter things like that and you're frozen and you don't know what to do, why not default to something like, thank you for your protection. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you for being right. here. Welcome. Right, welcome. And yeah. it's Alexandra jumping back in. The other thing to do is if you feel really uncomfortable by something, you can always say, okay, I, you know, take your hands and like brush. Yeah. Like I brush out your auric field, I guess, or just yeah. brush away from your body and just say, I release um, yeah. that energy that is no longer mine. Right. You know, just say, you know, it's fine. Sometimes it's like, hey, thanks for being here. See you on your way out or whatever. Exactly. But if you feel strong enough, and this kind of goes into a tangent topic, that if there's something that comes up that makes you anxious or uncomfortable or afraid and you are strong enough or you feel capable enough to deal with it, lean into it. Yeah. I have found, and this is my own personal thing, those moments of like destruction, metamorphosis, the things that people run from are the things that I used to make myself lean into. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, fucking bring it on. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, course. You know, because it's just like, it's not even about that. It's just like, let me, why am I uncomfortable about this? Let me dig into it. Okay. Because in those uncomfortable times. Let me understand where that discomfort is coming from. But more than that, it's it's from those places of, of uncomfortability, of, you know, soreness, of whatever. 
that change happens. And like, to me, change is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing that, you know, like I, my Virgo and Pisces tendency and a lot of, you know, things that are a little bit more stable along planning, like don't like. So I'm like, okay, just <laughs> dig into it and get with it. <laughs> Cause um, yeah, I'm just like, it's, you know, so lean into the discomfort. And I think I heard that from the crystal girl on YouTube who had heard it from somebody else. And I was like, huh, that has changed my whole, how I view things that make me scared. And it's, um, you know, particularly when it comes to spirituality. So now it's like, I don't have, I don't ever set the intention that anything's ever out to hurt me. That whatever I see is not, it's like, all right, Hey, cool, whatever, you know? And it's, and you said boundaries, but it's not to me. I don't view it as boundaries. It's just like, this is me. I'm like an acceptance. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but you've set the intention that this is what is acceptable and in, mm. in my space. And nothing else permeates that. Yeah. Well, so I got some stuff to say about that. Yeah. Because y'all know I always got stuff to say about something. Girl, mm-hmm. let it flap. Yeah. So <laughs> like I see what you're saying, I see what you're saying, I see what you're saying. I see what everybody is saying. But if people are at home and they're dealing with some situation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or spirit that is not there for their best intent. Yeah. That oh yeah. That for sure. So first of all, how strong are you emotionally, mentally, physically? Mm. Are you in a good mental place? Are you in a good, like spiritually strong place? If you're not and you're afraid, then you could possibly attract things that oh, are, yeah. you know, not great and you right. don't want that around you so then you need to either find your own spiritual strength or reach out to people who can help you find that spiritual strength yeah because i'll be honest with my experience and people that i have helped mm-hmm. work through things things do have bad intentions oh, for sure. entities, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them um, they're low vibrational, mm-hmm. but if you're in a place of depression, drug addiction, yeah. you know, all of these things can bring, can bring these things into your life yeah. that can cause havoc. Like right. I worked with a guy for a while who, I don't know what his mental state was, but he drew in something really negative and I helped him work through it and like gain his own spiritual strength mm-hmm. and he overcame it. That's but amazing. I think you bring up an excellent point. It's like it is always acceptable and encouraged to ask for help. Yeah. Because yeah. how else, you know, you would you go? You're just sitting there stewing, going, "Oh my gosh, what's happening? What's happening?" Right. You can just get into a worse mental place. So and then you, you know, start to feel crazy if people don't believe you, or mm-hmm. if you, you know. Well, then things can latch onto you. Yep. And create chaos in your life, mm-hmm. honestly, because I've seen it happen several times before with people who you know, we're in a bad place mentally and Mm -hmm. emotionally. So, you know, if you feel like you can't, if you're in a bad place and you feel like something is trying to make things worse, please reach out to someone. And us included. So any of our listeners out there, you don't have a community that we've built here. I hope you feel comfortable enough reaching out to us on social media, on our website. Um, We'd love to help you. Absolutely. Yeah. Or at least be a listening ear if there's, exactly. you know, something we haven't experienced before or don't, you know, have a resource we can point you to. We can at least yeah, be here to listen. Yeah, some incredible resources. I mean, yeah. we're lucky in that way. So that's a good thing. But yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of 
what brought us all together is not necessarily, um, you know, overcoming anything negative, but we were all having different spiritual experiences and we were all in very different places in developing our intuition Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, you know, just having someone to talk about those things with and experiment and kind of play around and like the spirit circles that we do and things like that. um, It's yeah, it's so important to have that underpinning network of like-minded people that you can rely on when when stuff like that is going on yeah. right yeah so, and the is good and sometimes people you don't know provide a certain objectivity yeah. that you can't get elsewhere yeah well, and, and to kind of springboard off of that is like the more that you focus on a certain aspect kind of like the more of that that comes in exactly mm-hmm. what you were talking about because the last time that we did the episode when we did part one mm-hmm. of um, <laughs> the shit that we've seen I've, I've, I've talked about this before. I'm primarily a channeler. I don't really mm-hmm. see a lot or hear a lot, but I'll definitely get these like gut yeah. reactions or I'll have the idea that pops into my head. And of course, you know, I'm the one sitting over here going, okay, yeah, the gut reactions are nice, but I want to see something. I want to <laughs> have an experience. Right. And, um, you know, as we were, we were talking about all of the collective experiences right before our, we, my husband and I moved into our new house, the, um, our soul pet, um, our child that we'd had for um, 17 years passed away, passed away like a week before we moved into the new house. So he, we brought him to the house one time just for him to to see it because we knew he wasn't going to be long, but he never got to live there with us. And I was always so sad because I was like, I would so love to see him. I would so love to see him in this space. And we've since got, a, got another cat who is a very similar color. And after the episode was over, we were, you know, partaking in the partay ritual of the evening. Mm-hmm. And um, Brenda and I were sitting there side by side, and we both saw something that we thought was the animal that we have now. And it went kind of like behind us and around, but then the animal that we have now came up from a different direction. And I looked at Brenda, and Brenda looked at me, and I'm like, did you just see that? And she said, yes. And so I feel like the collective energy, like yeah. I actually was able to see our, our previous pet that yeah. I had never been able to see before because it, there was obviously something that came by us yeah. um, that was not really there. So, but, but I, th- I think like putting the intention of like drawing that in and like, and, and boosting the energy of that, that, that we had all had like around that table yeah. kind of like allowed the vibration to be high enough that it allowed me to see that. So right. for sure. And I think that's because with me, I'm more like, I sense things or feel things rather than like hear or see them. But like, I feel like Brenda has seen so many things that I'm like intrigued to know. Do you have any more mm-hmm. like I, stories I or things? Sell it. Y'all out here buying? Sell it, tell it, do your thing. <laughs> Maybe I need to write this out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, Colleen shared a story with me and she and I had talked about this, but I had, I didn't know the whole story. So they lived in this house in Carborough, which is next to yeah. Chapel Hill. Hey, Colleen, girl. That's my yes. cousin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they lived in this house and they lived downstairs, upstairs. There was an upstairs and they had roommates. So it was like, a you know, it's a college town. Yeah. So you had people coming in and out and they rented a room in the house for her boyfriend. And I had been there to visit quite a few times and I can't necessarily say that I felt anything really weird in there, but I didn't go upstairs either. Mm-hmm. I was always downstairs because you know, I was in and out. And their room was upstairs? Like no, their room was downstairs. Gotcha. Gotcha. So 
they kept having the roommates that would be up, that would move into the upstairs bedroom and they would get like super depressed and it would be guys who moved into that room up there. Mm. So the guys would get depressed, they would move out, they would live there for like, you know, a short period of time, not their full length of time. Yeah. And so Colleen was like, Mom, there's something really weird going on here. What is it? So I tuned into it. I was like, I see something in that hallway up there and it comes down the stairs and it feels kind of like weird. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, something's off. Mm-hmm. And it felt like heavy energy. Yeah. So she and her roommate, she lived with a couple of a, a yoga massage girl yeah. and other like fairly, you know, open and like uh, intuitive. Woo adjacent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Woo curious. So yeah. they all decided after the last person moved out that they were going to go up there and like do a cleansing in the room Very and cool. sit in the circle. So they all got around and sat in the circle and they felt the energy was super heavy and they saw these women were living up there and these women were witches mm. and a they didn't like the male energy yeah because they had been persecuted by men sure and so they went up there and they experienced this and then they had another person come in to interview to like move into the room and it was a guy and so colleen got this vision as they're interviewing this guy of that guy hanging from <gasps> the ceiling like Yikes. like with a new story. Yeah. Chill bumps. And she was like, he ain't moving in here. Right. Uh-huh. Did she talk to him about that? Do you know? Like, or I guess it'd be like, hey, we're actually interviewing you, but you didn't make the cut because I kind of saw you dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you extra deposit. Right. <laughs> no, they did not talk to him about him. They okay. just about well, him. They just denied him. Sure. It's probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time, you know, you're just like, propensity wow. matters. Yeah. Jesus. So then they went up there and they did some rituals to clear the room. I think they did some selenite and stuff up there. I wrote it down, but I don't remember what it was that she told me that they did. But they helped these three. There were three of them. Mm-hmm. They helped them cross over. Oh. And then they interviewed another person. It was a woman. And she moved in. No problem whatsoever. Mm. So... They felt like it was connected with like these three witch women who were living up there because everybody who moved in up there yeah. were now. Mm-hmm. And they got super depressed or had emotional issues and had to move out. But it didn't last. Okay, so I have, a que- yeah. I have a question. Yep. Do you think that these women were kind of like attracting the men to, uh, to be able to, you know, like, we're going to get back? Oh right. yeah, and we can yeah. stay in this space and yeah. have this kind of. That's exactly Power what I sensed when yeah. you said Power that. Yeah. Right. So they weren't like allowing female energy to even think because, about. Because when you said that about the guy, like Colleen and, and those other girls that were like living in the house, mm-hmm. like interviewing the guy, I was like, "What are the odds that it's always a guy right. that's being drawn to this space? Like to live in a house with a lot of women, right, on right, the floor. Like yeah. that's just." I mean, there were a couple yeah. guys on the first floor, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. One. Right. One girl had a boyfriend, I think. But um, it was always that upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I went up there to the bathroom one time. And it was creepy up there. There was mm-hmm. something up there. Mm-hmm. That was before they got rid of the things. The Sanderson yes. sisters. It was Hocus Pocus. So one thing I want to say to anybody who's listening is, as a human being, we're on this physical plane. and we have power. 
So everybody needs to own their power. Like nothing can inhabit us or take over our, you know, body or whatever without our permission. Yeah. So one thing or you can do. Yeah. One thing you can do, keep your vibration as high as possible. And also to be very aware, like the yeah. people that you spend your time with or the places that you go. What's the vibration in those places or the people that you hang with? Because sure. yeah, that is going to affect your energy vibration, which is going to affect what you attract. Yeah. So, and and remember that everything is, you know, your, your diet, so to speak, is more than just the things that you eat. It's the music that you listen to. It's the TV shows that you watch. The podcast. The feed that runs through <laughs> yeah. your head. Right. Exactly. Yes. I would tack on to that. This is Alexandra again. It's also, yes, be aware, but don't be so overware that you're so focused on it that you end up unconsciously calling it in. Right. You know, it's yeah. like have that balance of, oh, I'm aware and, you know, well, this doesn't feel right. Okay, I'm going to leave and just kind of be, you know, but don't spend, oh my God, if I, you know, if I, if I'm around right. this person for five minutes and it doesn't feel right, it's going to freak me out. Right. You know, just like, you know, all right, find that balance of like, I'm aware, but I'm moving good. on, living my life. Good point. It's kind of more of like a mindfulness than mm-hmm. it is a yeah. um, hardline devotion to yeah, it. Right. You know, one, one of the things that I found really powerful is that if you feel like that you are, you know, just in a low vibe place or in a low vibe, just period, you mm-hmm. know, of the day or, or of your life yeah. or whatever, is you know if if you think about it, you know fear, anger are the very are the lower vibrational mm-hmm. emotions, and love, peace, joy are the higher vibrational emotions. And and no one's going to go from I'm depressed to oh joy, right? You know? But one of the easiest things to kind of bring you to at least to a midline is is gratitude. Gratitude is kind of like the neutral mm-hmm. layer yes. of the vibration. So. Just like when you're feeling that way, just go, okay, what is one thing that I can be grateful for right now? Yeah. What is the one mm-hmm. thing that I'm grateful for in this moment? And it kind of just like lifts you just enough kind of out of that, out of that place that you don't kind of like mire up or get stuck in that, yeah. in that lower vibration. It's so funny that you say that. And I'll make this really quick. But this morning I woke up. And so those of you who have listened regularly, you know that I'm a middle school teacher. And it is that time in the year where everything is just batshit crazy and you're just like counting down the days until summer. And so I woke up this morning and I just felt incredibly drained and exhausted and overwhelmed, a little bit hungover. And I... If I'm being honest. uh, Yeah, if I'm being real, everyone. In my Christian home on a Friday morning, Thursday was thirsty. But anyway, so I was sitting there and I was just like feeling very heavy. Very, I felt like if any of you at home or any of you guys here in the circle... I ever felt like the only thing that's going to fix the way that I feel right now is to have a really good cry. And I, for whatever reason, could not induce that cry. And so I opened up my like meditation app this morning and put in my headphones and it was the meditation for the day was about gratitude. And so it was like, what are three things that you could absolutely be thankful for right now other than waking up healthy and breathing? And I was like, I have my warm cup of coffee. I'm sitting under a blanket and I have my dog beside of me. You know, like those were three things. And I was like, what you know like today's it can only go up from here you know and then so i got to school and i was like everyone like i started the day with our little like homeroom activity as here's a sticky note tell me two positive things that have happened to you this week and if they if you can't think of two things think of something you're looking forward to this weekend you know whatever um and tried to kind of like 
completely shift, shift that energy. shift the energy yeah. right and that intention and it really the energy of the audience the energy of the audience right yes. and it really helps so that was interesting you said about gratitude and i think it brings up a great point of i sometimes i feel like in the spiritual world there's this whole idea of hurry up and get somewhere hurry up yeah. and get positive hurry up and be high vibration hurry up and see something feel something know something evolve yeah. get awakened uh, hurry up yeah. and it is entirely okay because I was just reading something about the difference between trust and surrender. Mm. And there are spaces between where you are and surrendering where it's coming to acceptance and acceptance is different than surrender. And that process should not be rushed. I'm telling you from somebody who's working on that as well, don't rush it. You know, if you're feeling sad or like upset about something, feel it, dig into it. If you know, you see something that, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, I saw something for the first time. It was so cool. <laughs> Sit in that excitement. Yeah. Something scared you. Sit in what it felt like to be scared and then go, okay. You know, but also don't just go, oh, I was scared. I got to, I got to put it out of the way because I got to be positive. Yeah. Well, that doesn't get you positive and it's but a practice. Be, be scared, but also like, well, what did I, did, was there curious. something about it? What, yeah. Was there something about mm-hmm. it that I enjoyed? Was there something about it that was cool? Like that whole neutral observer kind of. And it's um, a practice. It it takes, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be daily. It's a muscle that has to be flipped. Right. Like so like exactly looking for saying. two things you're grateful for. When I've been driving to work, kids, it's getting lighter. I've been going, wow, how beautiful is that sky? Or hearing the birds sing again. Yes. It's just like for a moment, listen to it, open up to it and go, wow, this is beautiful. And that's, that's if that's all the practice you can do awesome because that's more than most people do what, too, and i think that's what we're talking about is like take, taking it moment by moment and right. like if you're in a heavy moment don't feel like you have to stay in that heavy moment you can yes. always mm-hmm. like shift it shift it you have the power to shift it mm-hmm. at all times and if you feel like you can't get out of it and you're like shit self that self-talk that you're like oh i should be able to get out of it let it go because you process oh, that yeah. you're t- that's the part i don't like it's like okay tell you to process but then hurry up and process whatever it is and it's just like it's okay to go at your own pace and the moment that you compare your journey your path to someone else's positive or negative is when you start to lose yourself yeah you know that is a wonderful place to kind of close out i think really profound words and i have all these light bulbs going off in my head about a future should i've seen episode the childhood version Oh, yeah. Yeah. When we're open and people watch what we see and feel and hear. Yeah. I'd love so to see it coming up. Do that and do one about like sensing, yes. less less visual, but like hearing. And, you know, when you get that song stuck in your head from no yes. place ever, you know. Oh my gosh. I have song stories. But anyway, thank you all so much for joining us. Um, we look forward to having you join us on future podcasts. Peace out. See you next time. Let us know your stories. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.